today on the Italian radio show. True story of the Italian James Bond while listening to the music of El Martino. Plus, our recipe of the week, Italian turkey roll. All of this and more coming right up on West Coast Italian Radio. Hello, everybody, and welcome to West Coast Italian Radio. I'm your host, Tony Lestella, and it is a beautiful, beautiful day here in the Northwest. Uh, we're just so happy to uh, to be here. Um, you are listening to us, if you well, live today anyway, on our wonderful station, KKNW. That's KKNW, 1150 AM throughout the greater Puget Sound area. Or you may be listening to us online. We can be heard online anywhere around the world. We have uh, right now, I think, over 1 million followers uh, online with all of our different social media stuff that we have out there. Uh, I don't know how many listeners that equates to, but quite a few. And if you're listening to us online, you go to WCIR.biz. That's the acronym for West Coast Italian Radio, WCIR.biz. And there's a link at the top of the page. You click that. You can either stream today's show or you can hear any of our past shows over the past, past five years in our archives from that location. And, of course, right after we're done broadcasting today's show, that will also go into the archives. So it will be available all week to share with your family and friends or to re-listen to. So uh, my name is Tony Lestella. I am your uh, host and uh, very glad to be here. We have the lovely Marcia Caputo, but Marcia uh, is having some connection uh, uh, um, issues at the moment. So she'll be joining us shortly. In the meanwhile, um, let's get right into this. We are going to be talking about our news. And by the way, if any of you would like to join us on today's program live, our call-in number is 425 425- Three seven three five five two seven. That's four two five three seven three five five two seven. All right. So now we're going to get right into our uh, first news article. This is Un Pezzo di Italia in the Northwest. Yes, it's Italian news, uh, folks. Uh, and you know, as they say, and uh, it with Italian news. Um, you know, a lot of times the truth is stranger than the fiction. So um, let's go right into some strange but true Italian news. Um, this one came to us this week uh, from the, the publication We the Italians for May 2020. Okay. And uh, this particular one it's kind of a unique story here. This actually starts from uh, Seattle. Uh, it's a Seattle company, and um, they are called Salty Seattle Pasta. Okay, um, it's kind of like uh, sand sand mandalas you get in, in Tibet. Okay, or the Italian festivals in Infiorata. There's a lady here by the name of Linda Miller Nicholson whose pasta is an art form. It's an art form that not only are you going to enjoy looking at, but you're going to enjoy destroying it when you eat it, okay? Uh, and by goodness, she makes it in beautiful, you know, boiling, scalding water with creamy sauce, and it gets devoured for dinner. But before you devour for dinner, she uses this pasta. She makes it in different colors and different shapes, and she makes wonderful artistic creations on it, Okay. Um, and known to the fans of Salty Seattle, she's a part chef, part artist, and uh, kind of carved a unique niche out for herself. She's even been featured, I guess, on the Today Show uh, and on other uh, food programs across the country. A whole lifetime of making pasta. So uh, we're going to try to get her on the show, uh, on our radio show as a guest in the future. But in the meanwhile, since it's right here in the Northwest, uh, check out Salty Seattle Pasta, and I think you can even order it online. So if you're listening to it, uh, listen to our program anywhere around the world. Just put in Salty Seattle Pasta, and you should be able to go check it out uh, and uh, and find out exactly what this young lady does. Okay, uh, our second article comes to us from the World Herald. This is dated May fifteenth, two hundred uh, two thousand twenty. 
Interestingly here, uh, this is an article about why, uh, why they call it quarantine. In other words, where did the word quarantine come from? Of course, now we're all uh, very well acquainted with that world, being uh, on a worldwide basis. We've been dealing with a coronavirus, COVID-19, and all the quarantine that has uh, been affecting people all over this planet. So interestingly, uh, as you might well imagine, because of the word cuatro, okay, quarantine originates. It, it's it, it's an ancient Italian word. It was first. I know uh, that one. Is this Marcia joining us? It's me. Hello, Marcia. Well, we're so glad. We saw you had um, your your connected your connection difficulty there, but uh, we're glad you finally got connected with us here. I will fix it. Don't worry about it. Slowly, but we'll get there. But all we'll right. Come back, well, to, come back to your news. Quantum well, this is well. I'm going to say first of all, folks, this is our wonderful co-host, the one and only <laughs> Marcia Caputo. Okay, I mean, you know. So what can I say? You know. Uh, we're very glad oh, to have you with us today, Marzia. Thank, thank you, thank you. Hello, everyone. Ciao, uh, tutti quanti. Um, so I will just make a little comment about the news when you say quarantina is Latin words for quarantena, 40 days. Yes. 40 is a number, right? Yep, yep. Well, it comes yep. from two things. It comes from the Latin, quadraginta, quadraginta, mm -hmm. okay? Or the Italian, quaranta. Right. Right. Okay. And either way means 40. So now the big question people have, why 40? Why 40? Okay. So first of all, let's give you a little history. Okay. So first, as we all know, this quarantine has been going on this term for, for centuries. Okay. Uh, I mean, back in 1793, when the yellow fever hit Philadelphia, sailors were quarantined there. When typhus hit New York City in 1892, there were at least 70 people quarantined on a nearby island. Of course, we all remember SARS uh, that moved through uh, Canada and the U.S. 2003. 30,000 people were quarantined in Toronto. Uh, in, the, in Ebola 2014 in West Africa, they had another huge, huge segment of their population. And of course, now with COVID-19, we have people being quarantined literally all over the world. Now, here they say two weeks, you know, so I'm not quite sure where they're coming up with the two weeks. But obviously, if you um, if you look at the origin, the origin of the word quarantine, it goes back to the time of the bubonic plague, which was known as the Black Death in the 1300s. Uh, in 1343, they estimated one third of Europe's population was wiped out. Okay, it was the biggest die off in all of human history as a result of a virus or a plague, so to speak. Okay. So this is the first they know of a quarantine related with this. Okay. Officials in the city, uh, Venice, uh, who controlled the port there, they established a 30 day Trentino 30 day quarantine of isolation for ships that arrived. And anyone who visited the ships and broke the law, they would also be isolated for 30 days, okay? Uh, the, the law caught on, caught on. 80 years later, in uh, Pisa and other parts of Italy, they adopted similar measures, okay? So now, how did it go from 30 days to 40 days to what we have from Trentino to Quarantino, okay? So no one knows for sure exactly what happened, but there's some hunches. Some of it goes back to stuff from, you know, the passages from the Bible and from Moses and, you know, on the Mount Sinai and Christians uh, observing Lent and other things. So it just kind of over a period of time, it evolved into this 40 day thing because they figured that would be a good way to hold off the wrath of God, I guess. Okay. And that's kind of what they were thinking when they did this. Okay. Um, why not, you know, 50 days, 60 days, nobody knows. There's no real scientific thing for it. It was based mostly on religious and various superstitious beliefs that went from 30 to what eventually came to be 40, okay? Um, so that's where you get the thing quarantine. Now, interestingly, just like today, just like today, okay? Now, you know, we have these quarantines all over the world, but a lot of people, you know, especially if you got money, um, they don't observe the quarantines. I mean, the more money you have, the more stuff you can get away with. And it was no different back in the ancient world, okay? Instead of people back in uh, the ancient 
it, uh, the ancient Italy, um, you know, could buy their way out of a quarantine. If you had enough money, you didn't have to wait your 40 days, you know, you could buy your way out whenever you wanted to. Of course, if you were poor, you had no choice. You had to wait your 40 days. So that's what we know about quarantine. Uh, I don't know, uh, uh, Marcia, you have anything you want to add since, you know, this actually originated this word close to northern Italy, close to where your family lives, you know? Right, right. Well, like I say, when it's talking about quarantina, it means well, quarantine is the number of us in Italia, 40 days. So that's why I, we get confused when you hear say quarantine is two weeks. And for me, it's like, uh, it should be 40 days. You know, that's what exactly. it means. I, I, exactly. I'm not sure who came up with the mm -hmm. uh, two-week thing, okay? Uh, right. I know there's supposedly some medical stuff that I think when it comes to the COVID virus, if I recall, it's something like it takes a couple of weeks for it to, you know, to uh, for that for you to get over it or for it to die or something like that. So it has, it has something to do with the um, this particular virus, right? Why why the number is two weeks mm. like that? But um, okay. at any rate, we're going to take a short break here. Uh, and uh, have you hear a word from our wonderful sponsors who keep us on the air, folks. Don't go away because we're going to be right back with a whole lot more of West Coast Italian Radio. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. The owner of a local liquor store told me to forget the flavors, so I make only vodka-flavored vodka, smooth and gluten-free. 80-proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. Hey, Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. We got to pass down our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my friend Frank Isernio said. All natural Italian sausages to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast. Isernio Sausage. Visit Isernio.com for recipes or to find a store near you. Yo, David, you look 10 years younger. What happened? Yeah, I just came from Mickey's Hair Salon down on the Tacoma waterfront. She specializes in hair growth. Wow. Yeah, she does this laser treatment stuff that makes your hair grow like crazy. Based on the same stuff the astronauts use to grow plants in the space station. Mickey's Hair Salon. Yes, on Ruston Way in Tacoma. Call Mickey at 253-752-5299 for more information. That's MickeySpotAndSalon.com for amazing hair growth. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In 1997, we became the first micro distillery in the state of Texas, and we're still making the same smooth stuff after all these years. We're still cooking in a pot still, working with our dogs by our sides, having fun and tasting batches, and I'm still wearing the same hat even after all all these years. Head over to Tito'sVodka.com to learn more about what else we're doing the same. Cheers. 80 proof Tito's handmade vodka distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. There's a reason they invented the internet. It's called 1150KKNW.com. And we are back with West Coast Italian Radio. You know, Marcia, um, before we get into our recipe of mm -hmm. the week, I just wanted to talk a little bit about you know, our events, we haven't really done a lot with uh, talking about events because, of course, everybody is uh, quarantined and they have bans both in this state and most of the world against large gatherings. So really most of the wonderful events that we typically do throughout the summertime um, across the country and around the world, and including here in the Northwest, have all been kind of... Uh, uh, either postponed or canceled for this year. So uh, yeah, there's so many things that we could tell you about, folks, but at this point, we got nothing uh, till at least the very earliest is maybe the end of the summer. We haven't really heard yet. It all depends upon when they, the governor lifts certain bans. But right now, the closest thing we can hope for is we might possibly have the Italian community picnic on August 16th. Uh, if we are still, um, if, if the ban has been lifted by then. And of course, the month of September right now, uh, there's a lot of Italian things scheduled, starting with Italian Day at the Races, which we do every year down the Emerald Downs Racetrack in Auburn's great event, kind of a mini Italian festival uh, combined with the horse races and music down there. It's just a blast. Uh, we have, of course, um, 
The whole month is Festa Italiana from the Mass in Italian to the Italian Luncheon to the big Italian festival at the end of the month. Um, there's talk that that may, the, the actual Italian festival this, this year, they may do virtually. They may just do a broadcast and run it like 24 hours. There may not be a live festival. Um, so there's a lot of things they're talking about. We just don't know. But, you know, we're going to definitely keep you informed. And even the Tacoma Freedom Fair, which has been going on for the last 50, 60 years for the July 4th and 5th weekend with the fireworks, the big air show over the bay and everything. Uh, the Tacoma Freedom Fair has been postponed at this point until September 12th and 13th. And we are very much affiliated with that. So we will tell you more if that's going to happen as we move forward. But I just want to kind of give you that uh, that that breakdown. I do know that the San Gennaro Festival has definitely been canceled, and we're sorry about that. That would have taken place in the second weekend of September. Anything you want to add there, Marcia? No, nothing else. You say it all. Well, folks, uh, you know, we will get through this together, and we're going to keep you going here on West Coast of Time Radio with a lot of fun stuff. And now my favorite part of the program is coming up. I'm going to turn it over to the beautiful Marcia Caputo, because we got a special dish today that really um, I haven't heard of before, and this is kind of kind of great. You know, what, what do we got, Marcia? Well, I was looking like always, you know, June is coming, it's here, and it's starting to be warm weather. I love to have like a little food uh, meal that's really cold and light, nothing heavy. And that to come out to me, I remember my mom used to do this all the time. I could not remember the name exactly, so I got to call her, call her, talk to her, and bam, I got my recipe. So I call it rotolo di tacchino con peperoni e crema allo yogurt. Which translated means turkey roll with mm-hmm. peppers and yogurt cream. Now, this is a unique-sounding dish, a turkey roll with peppers and yogurt cream. Tell us more. So it's really easy. You need just to find some slices of turkey breast, really thin, because that's yeah. easy to roll it. Uh, then you need, of course, red peppers. You need a lot of those, you know. Uh, yeah. garlic, one clove of garlic, uh, some Greek yogurt, mascarpone, some other spicy, spicy, juniper berry, uh, basil, uh, thyme. Now, of course, we need a white glass of wine. A glass uh, of wine, now, do the glass of wine you use in the mix, or do you drink that? Yeah. you Maybe both, huh? And then you cook it. That's right. You smart. You get in there, you see? Exactly. <laughs> so it's really simple, really simple. The first thing they ask you is marinate the turkey, Right. No yeah, longer yeah. the minutes. You don't want to overdo the flavor or anything. With so the, you marinate the, the turkey in the in the mixture of the wine combined with the other various ingredients, right? Right. All yeah. the spice, spicy, all together. Leave it there. Let it sit with marinate. And all then right. until you're waiting for that, you can grill the red peppers. But not all. Keep one uh, to a side because you need it for something else. That. Yeah, okay. So you or, grill or you can do two. <laughs> Grill you, you, grill, you grill seeds. most of the red peppers, but not all. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Better to do it all. Sorry. Let's explain. But then right. make sure you don't put in the steam aisle. What are you going to do? Gotcha. You grill it all to remove the skin, okay? Yeah. That's what you do while you need it. You can warm it out in the oven or on uh, the stove, sorry. Warm it out there until it gets soft enough to remove the skin and clean it up. And then you can... Um, uh, putting aside the one that you need for leather. Make sense? Sounds good. So then, okay, what do one. you do? So, the next one, you remove the turkey, right? We're done with yep. marinade. Don't throw away the stuff that you marinate. Because, again, in, Ita- in Italy, we don't throw away anything. Everything right, so you take the reduced. turkey out of the marinade sauce, but you keep the sauce. That's right. I like All it. Right. It's for me. It's wonderful. Why are you doing English? Actually. So... <laughs> For help you to roll, we use like a baking pepper, baking pepper, you know, the one uh, for rolling, for cooking. Right, yeah. So the turkey okay. you bought, this is turkey you're using that, that you've already cooked. The turkey's already been cooked, right? No, no. You don't do that. No. Okay, so do, the turkey is raw. You layer on this baking pepper, you put all the turkey, right? Yeah. So, and uh, you do like an overlap. 
it looks like a rectangular when you overlap a little bit. Yeah, yeah. You salt and pepper, whatever you want to do, do. Then you cover the meat with the, some uh, the red peppers, right? Yeah. Um, and then you put the basil, whatever, and then you roll it up. I okay? see. When you so roll, you roll it, it up, up like like it's a um, like a salami. Like, gotcha, gotcha. You'll roll it like salami, okay? Okay, and then you can tie it up with a string. Okay, okay. To keep it together. Right, right. Okay. Make sure to remove the baking pepper. Don't you do that. Then you put a saucepan where where you excuse me, uh, you let it cook a little bit there, and then you can go in the oven. So on the saucepan on top of the stove, you cook a little bit to brownish. Yeah. And then from there, with a steam pan, you put it in the in the oven for three gotcha. fifty. Only forty minutes, not too long. Got it. Got it. So then you, when you get out of the oven, then what? Remember, one more thing. I forgot that too. Add the sauce. And then you put it in the oven. Oh, yeah. So you add the marinade sauce to it and you That's bake it right. in the sauce. Gotcha. That's gotcha. Right. And then when it's done cooking or let it cook for 40 minutes, you can start making the cream. Prepare the sauce. Okay? So that one is easy too. The little red peppers that you left on the side, you put in the blender. We so where does the yogurt pepper. come in? Where does yogurt the yogurt drink? Now, with the yogurt and mascarpone, okay? Yeah. So you blend it all until it's uh, not too liquid and not too thick. Between, okay? Creamy enough. That is going to be your main uh, dish that you put it on on the plate with on top with the turkey. That's so you, how you... Sure. Oh, I guess so. so that's that. That goes on top of the turkey, or maybe you can even dip the turkey in it, right? You can do it. Like you can dip the the sandwich because what happens when you cook the thing that look like a salami? You take it out and you can slice it like a sandwich. You can tiny sandwich. That's a very unique sounding dish. I mean, you don't often right. think of dishes with turkey as being Italian dishes. You certainly right. don't think of dishes with yogurt. Being Italian dishes, oh, so no, this is we a, have a very, very interesting dish. Enough. So, North. where did this dish come from? Do you know? North. We know that in the north we use a lot of yogurt in a lot of things. Instead to use a lot of cheese, we end up yeah, with yogurt. Yeah. So that is the way we can. But now, again, when you pull it out, make sure you put it in the fridge because it's nice to eat it when it's cold. Gotcha. Gotcha. So you know, I'm going to change our format here a little bit since uh, we. Uh, we, we, we're running a little behind and I don't want to cut anybody off. Uh, okay. since, we're, since we're already on a roll here and you've done such a great job with this recipe. Um, I would, let's go right into our Italian phrases of the day. All right. Because I know you've got some good phrases that kind of will fit right in the mood right now. Um, some of these, and these are kind of, we, we talked about this. These are some tongue twisters, right? Italian tongue twisters. Well, these are more, uh, uh, I, I was thinking to do that. I changed my mind. And I yeah. find those like a proverbi. You know what it means, proverbi? A proverb, kind of proverbs. Very good. Italian very proverbs. Good there you go. All right. So good let's job. do the, you, you, you do the first one in uh, Italian and I will do it in English. Okay. Which means he's in my teeth. Okay. So it, what it sounds like this is uh, like if you've had it, if you're, if you've, you've had it with somebody, you've had enough of somebody. Um, and, you know, usually they say it's a company, it's accompanied by a hand gesture. You can imagine, folks, what a hand gesture might be. All right. Like you put your hand in your teeth and you bite on it. And she cleaned that up. <laughs> All right, let's do the next one. Which technically means he has fish hooks in his pockets. Mm -hmm. Okay. So basically, that's the way you can call somebody cheap. You know, that's the type of guy, like whenever you go out, he always forgets his wallet at home. Right. Right. Exactly. This crazy one, the one doesn't want to pull out the wallet. Exactly. exactly. All right. Number three. And one more that my mom used to say to me all the time. Yeah. Mangia questa minestra o salta dalla finestra. Mangia questa minestra, which is eat the soup, or salta dalla finestra, which is to jump from the window. 
So I guess that means you can take her to leave it, right? That's right. Simple as that. Yep. Bob Benny. All right, let's do one more before we go to our break. Last one. Tutta il rospo. Which means spit out the frog. In other words, just say it. Whatever you're going to say, just be blunt and say it, right? Exactly. Very good. And there you go, folks. You have your Italian recipe for the day. You got your Italian you know, lesson for the day with the phrases. And now we're going to be right back after this break from our commercial and tell you about the James Bond of the Second World War from Italy. Okay, we got a spy story, a true spy story, and we're bringing in the author who's going to talk about that. Don't go away. We'll be right back after this short break. Hi, I'm Tito Beverage, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. When I got into this business, I used to make flavored vodka infusions for my friends as gifts. When I started to make a go of it, the owner of a local liquor store showed me the dust on some flavored vodka bottles that sat on the shelves. He said, if you can make a straight vodka so smooth that you could drink it just by itself, then you'd really have something. So I did. And now all these years later, we still only make one flavor, vodka flavored vodka. 80 proof Tito's handmade vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. Hey, Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. We got to pass down our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my friend Frank Cicernio said. All natural Italian sausages to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast is Cernio Sausage. Visit Cernio.com for recipes or to find a store near you. Pacific Food Importers has been distributing Mediterranean food products in the greater Seattle area since 1971. Beginning as an olive import company, PFI has evolved into a well-known wholesale food distributor in the Pacific Northwest, servicing restaurants, grocers, manufacturers, and caterers. Family-owned and operated, PFI stocks a wide variety of cured meats, specialty cheeses from around the world, and a vast range of Mediterranean products. PFI's service area includes the greater Puget Sound region and Portland, Oregon. Situated in North Kent, PFI has a central location allowing for efficient service and delivery, as well as convenient will-call pickups for established customers in Seattle. Pacific Food Importers Incorporated is committed to providing quality products at competitive prices to the food service industry of the Pacific Northwest. Visit PacificFoodImporters.com for more information or to contact us. Hey, David, where are you off to? I'm on my way to Mickey's Hair Salon down on the Tacoma waterfront. Wow. She's the hairdresser of the stars. They all love her. Really? She's fantastic. A full-service spa and salon with all the amenities from cuts and award-winning color to nails, lashes, Botox, even Reiki. So why do you go there? Uh, She's going to make me look like Elvis. Mickey's Hair Salon on Rustin Way in Tacoma. Call Mickey at 253-752-5299 for more information. Alternative Talk 1150, online at 1150kknw.com. And we are back with West Coast Italian Radio, bringing you the Italian radio show. You know, I have uh, to tell you that our food uh, segment was brought to you by Mickey Spa Salon down on the Rustin Way waterfront of Tacoma. Wonderful, wonderful, uh, wonderful hair salon in a very picturesque setting. Um, I know right now that all the salons are basically closed here, but don't worry about it. You can still go online and get all of Mickey's hair products, and they're fantastic for taking care of your own hair until they reopen. So check her out. Mickey, spelled with a K, M-I-K-I, Mickey Spa Salon. Check out her website, folks, and Thank you so much, Mickey, for sponsoring our food and beverage segment of of today's show. Now, this is kind of an exciting thing here because this is something that you don't hear about a lot. Our next guest, Mark Sullivan, is an accomplished author. And, you know, we've had other people on here telling us stories about heroic things that Italians did during World War II, quite often to help, you know, free Jewish people, you know, from get them out of Italy uh, and other things they did to fight the Nazis. Okay. Uh, Here is a story, though, that we have not heard before. This is a true story about an Italian spy, kind of like a James Bond of Italy, so to speak. Right. So uh, we want to welcome to West Coast Italian Radio, Mark Sullivan, the author of Beneath 
a scarlet sky, a true spy story of Italians in World War II. How you doing, Mark? I'm great. How are you, Tony? Fantastic. So I have to ask you, um, how did you come about? I mean, this is a unique idea or a, a unique story. Where did you find out about it? Um, I heard the story on the, at the, the day that was probably the lowest point in my life. Um, I had written a novel that tanked. My younger brother, who was also my best friend, had drunk himself to death. And I was involved in this long, lingering business dispute that took me to the point of personal bankruptcy. And I realized on a snowy Saturday afternoon in February of 2006 that I was worth more dead than alive. And I considered driving into a bridge abutment to, so my wife and kids could collect on it. I didn't do it, but I ended up in the Costco parking lot as rattled as I've been in my entire life. And I put my head on a steering wheel and I begged the sky, God, the universe for a story, something that mattered, something with purpose. So I go home. My wife has no idea that I've reached this, you know, crisis of my life. And uh, she says, you got to go to this dinner party tonight. And I said, I'm not going to a dinner party. She said, you have to. Uh, we've canceled three times and I have the stomach flu. So I go, you know, with my head down and uh, I'm not there 30 minutes and a perfect stranger starts telling me the story of Pino Lella, ah. this 17 year old boy who leads Jews escaping Nazi occupied Italy over the top of the Alps into Switzerland in the winter of 43, 44. And then in the spring of 44, through a series of remarkable circumstances, as you mentioned, he becomes a spy inside the German high command. Wow. Yeah. He ends up being a driver for this very secretive and powerful German general, ran um, the organization Tote, which was a secretive and very powerful and very little written about organization. They were kind of a, a cross between the Army Corps of Engineer and the Quartermaster's Corps. And if you know anything about war, it's all about supply lines. Yeah, yeah. This guy was in charge of the supply lines. That's uh -huh. what he did. And, and he was also in charge of building a lot of the fortifications. So the kid was his driver, and he ends up seeing all these things. And he reports it back to his uncle, who's affiliated with the resistance. And that's how it starts. That is an amazing story. It is. So you basically went, I mean, and your story just getting there almost yep. sounds in itself like, I mean, it sounds like another you Jimmy Stewart and it's a wonderful life kind of thing, you know? Right. Um, uh, just the fact that you were at that point in your life and just happenstance, yes. you go to this part and you hear this amazing story, which is, as I understand, it's a true story. Okay? That's a true story. Um, I mean the book is a novel based on the story. Gotcha. Yeah. But it's, I mean, basically we're talking about a, a, a person who's a forgotten hero. Yeah. Um, and um, this book, Beneath the Scarlet Sky, um, when, 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 when did this come out and how can people get this? Uh, it came out roughly three years ago this month. Um, you can get it basically anywhere. It's... Uh, been translated into 37 languages so far. Uh, it's going to be a six-part miniseries starring Tom Holland, who's the Spider-Man kid. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wow, that's very yeah. cool. So yeah. when are they going to come out with the series, do you know? Well, we're, you know, like everything, all the production in Hollywood is ground to a halt. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. so, I'm thinking of that other series they have that, um, you know, is, is, is based on World War II, um, is the man of the Iron Castle? What is that one? Yeah, the uh, man in the High Castle. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. And this sounds like something that would be very, very popular and appealing for audiences. I think so. Well, it's an amazing story, you know. And I went to Italy and met Pinolella. And by the I way, I was just going to ask you. So he's still alive? Yes. Yeah. Today's his ninety-fourth birthday. Oh man! Yeah. Wow. He's in an incredible physical shape. And where does he live? He lives in a little town on Lake Maggiore, north of Milan. Uh -huh. Oh, Lago Maggiore. Yeah. Lago Maggiore. Yeah. So, you, are you familiar with that place, uh, Marzia? It's beautiful up there. It's gorgeous. You can see all the Alps, everything. Yes. Yeah. 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 Well, first of all, I want to say I'm sorry for your laugh about your brother. Um, 
And second, I was reading the story a little bit here too, and really unique, different intrigue. Um, it, I want to know more. That just to read a little. Oh yeah, bit, I do too. I'm, I I'm, just want I, more. <laughs> I, you know, we just we just got introduced to you recently, so we have not had time, especially all being locked in, to get a copy of the book. But we yes. are definitely going to get a copy of the book. Going to read it. We're going to talk about it some more in the future. Okay. Um, I mean, this is fantastic. Um, so mm -hmm. you, God, you, were, you were saying you went to Italy and you met Pino, yes? I did. I spent three weeks with him the first time. And, you know, it wasn't just the story. It was his outlook on life and his advice that he gave to me on how do you deal with mm -hmm. life's tragedy. And that, I'm, I'm interested. What, what did he tell you? Well, you know, he told me that life is change. It's constant change. And yeah. You never yeah. know what important person will come into our life and when an important person will leave it. And the important thing is to recognize that and to be grateful for every moment you have them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, what you're saying is so true. And, and the difficulty is recognizing it because, you know, I can look back at my own life and I can see these little places and, 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 and which at the time seemed totally insignificant to me. Sure. But they change from that point on the entire course of my whole life. And in retrospect, we see that. But the trick is trying to see that as we get there, you know. It is. It's difficult. But, you know, I left that first three weeks with him a changed person. I'll bet. I'll my, bet. All my problems seem to get very, very small in comparison to what this guy went through when he was 17 years old. I mean, it's almost unfathomable. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that profoundly changed me as a person. And I came back to the United States realizing that life is a miracle. No matter what happens, it is. Absolutely. Which is probably a very good message for what's going on in our times. Yeah. I mean, I both so. on the uh, medical front and also with a lot of the other issues now that are going on around in this country, you know? I, I believe that as well. You know, I think I've gotten a lot of letters just... I've gotten a ton of letters since the book was published, but even in the past two or three months, I've gotten letters from people who have read the book during the pandemic and it's changed their perspective. Well, we're definitely going to read it and uh, we're definitely going to have you back. Now you said, I know you're working on another book right now as well, right? Yeah, it's another untold story of World War II. This one starts in Ukraine and it's about a young family of refugees and the extraordinary journey they go on in the last year of the war and the two years immediately following it. And uh, it was another one of these things where I heard it and I got the, I got the shivers because I, I knew I was telling the story within 15 minutes of someone starting to tell it to me. Because wow, that's I, fantastic. Yeah, I'd never, I'd never read much about the refugees of, of World War II and I got fascinated with what about people who are just trying to get out of the way of the armies? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. So, well, folks, we are easy. speaking with okay. Mark Sullivan. Mark Sullivan, the author of the story, the book, Beneath a Scarlet Sky, Beneath a Scarlet Sky, which is a true story of courage and some remarkable things that were done by a young man named Pino Leila during World War II, who became literally an Italian spy uh, and helped the Allies in, you know, in, in, in achieving their victory there uh, in Italy. And uh, Mark, we appreciate so much your being a part of our show. Folks, if you want to get this great book, I'm sure you can get it on Amazon. You can get it uh, at any of the places where you can get good books. Just go online, check it out. Mark Sullivan, Beneath the Scarlet Sky. Anything you'd like to leave us with, Mark? No, I just really appreciate you having me on, and uh, I hope you enjoy the book. Thanks so much. Marcia, you. anything you'd like to say to our guests before we go to break? Well, I want to say thank you again to Mark, and uh, maybe someday we can invite him to the radio. It'd be wonderful. Absolutely, Mark. We look forward to having you back. When, when you get your next book uh, written and released, give us a call. We'll have you back. I will. All right. God bless, folks. We're going to go to our commercial break right now, hear a word from our sponsors, and then be back with some more West Coast Italian radio. Don't go away. 
Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In the mid-90s, I bought a piece of land in Austin with a credit card check and built the very first micro distillery in the history of the state of Texas. I'd never built a still before, so I did some research and designed and built my own pot stills based on Prohibition-era bust photos I found in the library. I didn't know then that this was kind of the start of the American craft distilling movement right here in Austin, Texas. Cheers. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. Hey, Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. we got to pass down our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my friend Frank Cicernio said. All natural Italian sausages to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast. Cicernio sausage. Visit Cicernio.com for recipes or to find a store near you. Yo, David, you look 10 years younger. What happened? Yeah, I just came from Mickey's Hair Salon down on the Tacoma waterfront. She specializes in hair growth. Wow. Yeah, she does this laser treatment stuff that makes your hair grow like crazy based on the same stuff the astronauts use to grow plants in the space station. Mickey's Hair Salon. Yes, on Rustin Way in Tacoma. Call Mickey at 253-752-5299 for more information. That's MickeySpotAndSalon.com for amazing hair growth. Wondering what's on next on Alternative Talk 1150? Check out 1150kknw.com. And folks, we are back here with West Coast Italian Radio, bringing you the Italian radio show. It's time for our song of the week. I have a great song this week brought to you by the Goombas. Um, a little Frank Sinatra song that we re-recorded called Fly Me to the Moon with John Marino featured on the keyboards. Fly me to the moon Let me swing among those stars Let me see what spring is like On Jupiter and Mars In other words Hold my hand In other words Baby, kiss me Fill my heart with song let me sing forevermore You are all I long for All I worship and adore In other words Please be true In other words I love you Song of the Week, Tony Lestal and the Goombas with John Marino on the keyboards, the classic Fly Me to the Moon by Frank Sinatra. And we are so happy to be back here with the West Coast Italian Radio. My name is Tony Lestal. I'm your host with the lovely Marcia Caputo. How you doing, Marcia? Hello. I'm doing good. Doing Wasn't that good. guy fantastic, that, that the whole story about, uh, you know, 
the kid there in Italy who became the spy. And he went, I mean, it almost is like, I mean, I can really see that. This guy says it's going to be a TV show. I can really see that as a TV show, you know? Oh, you're right. Because really, kind of like the Jack, the Jack Ryan or the James Bond of Italy, you know? Especially when you know it's real. Yeah, it's a true story. Intriguing. A true story. Exactly. Absolutely. Exactly. I agree. 100%. So I just want to mention before we move on, our guest segment today mm-hmm. with uh, Mark Sullivan and his story Beneath a Scarlet, a Scarlet Sky uh, was brought to you by Tito's Vodka, our wonderful sponsor. Tito's does so much to help people in our community. Uh, they do a lot of things for veterans, for animals, and other worthy causes, folks. When you want to get a great drink to serve at your events, get Tito's Vodka, because let me tell you, it's one of the best in the world, heads and tails above any other vodka. We love Tito's, and we're very appreciative uh, for them sponsoring West Coast Italian Radio. So now you know what what we're left with here today uh, is our Artist of the Week, which we'll get to in a minute. But first of all, Marcy, we need to tell everybody about our new show coming up, okay? I know. Folks, we have a brand new show brought to you by West Coast Italian Radio. We're going to continue as we always have our our regular radio broadcast here every week, which will be available to all of our fans all around the world. Uh, But then we're starting a new show called Radio Italiano Luce Rosa, or the Italian Radio After Hours, okay? And this is going to be a show where we touch on subjects and have guests that will not probably get us approved by the FCC, but don't worry about it because it's not <laughs> going to be on the FCC. It's going to be on the internet. It's going to be available by subscription only. And you got to be 18 years and older. And uh, we're going to touch on some of the subjects and things we've talked about on this show, plus other subjects and things that could be, let's just say a little bit controversial or maybe perhaps pushing, pushing the envelope a little bit to the edge of the table, but Hey, what the hell we, you know, it is what it is. We have great demand, <laughs> great interest in the show. Um, and we're talking about everything from current events to just, you know, some wild and crazy things, but there's no holds barred on this show. We we're going to tell exactly. you it the way we, we see it. We have guests on there. They're going to tell you it the way they see it. Right and explicitly the way they see it. So again, going to be a great show by subscription only, uh, 18 years and older. We'll have it ready to go within the next uh, about four to five weeks. We're going to tell you as we get closer. We're right now in pre-production. We just got done recording our first uh, show, and we'll be recording more. And this will be, by the way, a televised podcast. So this will be... Uh, it's going to be a weekly show, 20 to 30 minutes long, and you're going to be able to see your host, me, Marcia, uh, and our guest, everybody. It's going to be televised, available on the internet, and uh, going to be a lot of fun, and we're having a lot of fun doing it, okay? So uh, what do you think, Marcia? Are you having fun with the new show? I'm excited. It's so much fun. We say exactly how it is, so I think it's nice. Why not? So absolutely. Let's see what absolutely. So now before we end today, I think, you know, a good way to end um, with everything that's going on in this world, Marcy, you know, there's been first we had the coronavirus. Now there's all this right. rioting going on everywhere. And I feel terrible right. about what people are going through and, you know, um, everything that's going on. So I think we need to leave people. I mean, our job is to leave people feeling a little better each week giving them a little bit of hope and something, you know, that they can kind of help them get, get through. We hope we've done that with our whole show here. But I thought a good thing we would end this week's show with is our Artist of the Week. Uh, and I picked out a classic. I picked out a good one. The last few weeks, we've done some new artists. We've done some artists from Italy. We've done some contemporary artists. But let's go back to some traditional Italian-American. And let's talk about a guy. This guy was born Jasper Chini, Jasper Chini. And I bet a lot of our listeners do not know who Jasper Chini is. But he he became famous. He became famous as Al Martino, a famous Italian American singer and actor. Great success 
in the 1950s, 1960s, 1970s. He was one of the great Italian-American pop crooners of all time. And he was also known for his role of Johnny Fontaine in The Godfather, where essentially, you know, he played the part of Frank Sinatra, or so people say. I know that there is a lot of debate about that, but I think a lot of people more or less figure that out, okay? Um, he came from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, same place Mario Alonso came from. I have family there. Uh, his, his parents were immigrants from Abruzzo, Italy, okay? And uh, in his early days, he worked with his father and his, uh, his brothers as a bricklayer. They, you know, so it was hard work. You know, these were hardworking people. Again, as many Italian-Americans, uh, and there's many others, Dean Martin, um, uh, Tony Bennett, uh, he served in the U.S. military. Al Martino served in World War II. We were just talking about that in the United States Navy. And he was part of the invasion for Iwo Jima. And interestingly, he was even injured in that. So, you know, just because you were a big star didn't mean you didn't do your duty back then. And they had a whole different set of values than we do in these days. Okay? Um, he of course, he went on to have this wonderful, wonderful career. He died in 2009, uh, again, in his home in Pennsylvania. He was 82 years old. Uh, he was survived by his widow, Judy. He had three children, and he had a multitude of grandchildren. A couple of quick stories. We're going to play some of his mix. Um, he was, of course, close friends with another Italian boy from Philadelphia. Yes, sir, Mario Lanza. Okay, the two of them were very close friends, and they, you know, they kept in touch when they got out of the, uh, you know, military. Of course, Lance went on to a big uh, Hollywood career, and El Martino to a big uh, career in the in uh, as a singer. Um, and of course, we already know that all the controversy surrounding his character of Johnny Fontaine in The Godfather, which people attribute to being the Frank Sinatra story. So we're going to end today's broadcast with the music of Al Martino, a little special mix that we've put together. Folks, thank you so much for listening and tuning in today. We're going to have a brand new show for you next week. So God bless you. Stay healthy, stay well, and tell all your friends to listen to West Coast Italian Radio. Hear us live or go to our website, wcir.biz, where you can hear this week's broadcast or any of our past shows 24-7. God bless you. Salute. Ciao.